The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to another edition of NASCAR America at Home. Steve Letard here with Jeff Burton and Dale Jr. Guys, a full weekend of racing down in Miami. A great cup race. I had a little bit of a delay, but before we get into the cup race, I think we need to talk a little Xfinity. Junior, you were in the race, but you got beat by the other guy's kid. How did this all go down? <laughs> well, um, you know, that, that, that was an interesting race uh, because of how – I guess how everybody's car reacted at different points of the run. So um, you could tell, and, and it played itself out both races this weekend, that the JR Motorsports cars did not fire off well on restarts. My experience with that was our car was just really tight. But uh, after about five corners, the car woke up. Uh, other guys had great speed firing off. And also, Jeff, you know this too, late in those races, and, and Steve, as a crew chief, you absolutely know this, when you go to those green-white checkers, there's things that you can do to help your driver fire off. There's air pressure changes that you can do to the car that won't survive an entire run, but will help you on those green-white checkers. And, I, you know, I don't know if anybody made some uh, critical adjustments for that, but if they did, more power to them, man. They did a great job. Harrison just, you know, got up on the wheel. He had a lot of guys that were eager to win that race around him. And, uh, and he got the job done, and it was really impressive to, to see. Uh, I was in recovery mode as soon as the green flag dropped. Uh, but uh, I had a great time out on the racetrack. I love racing those young guys. It's great to kind of get to know them because you do get to know them out on the racetrack watching how they drive and the decisions they make. So great experience for me and uh, had a good time. So. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah. It was a blast to watch. And, Jeff, listen, you have an impressive resume as a race car driver, but never was known as a short-run guy. Harrison, on the other hand, what a restart. A great two laps, a great final set of corners for that 3-5 finish. Give me the real behind the scenes, though. How nervous were you and Harrison's mom? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when you line up and you're sitting there where he was, you know, you know there's a shot, right? You also know that everybody wants to win just as badly as you do. And who's going to do what late in the race to, to make stuff happen? And, uh, like Junior said, you kind of saw that their cars, they had, if the race goes green, they win both races, but it didn't. And so the, the opportunity is there. And from a dad standpoint, I'm like, hey, what, what can he do? But from a fan standpoint, I'm like, well, who's going to step up and make this happen? Like, who's going to take the win, right? And I love those late race restarts because they're, they're so fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, from a dad standpoint, it was, it was really gratifying because and, and, I know how hard he's been working on his restarts. Uh, at the same time, just from a fan standpoint, 
you know, that's what you want to see, right? You want to see guys going at it and, and seeing who can take the win from the other. Uh, that's what racing's about. Uh, on a second, on, on another note, I want to say, Junior, like I don't think people realize how hard it is to get in a race car after being out of one for so long, no practice, no anything. You did an incredible job, and and um, it was good to see you in that race. It, it elevated that race to another level. It gave those young guys an opportunity to race with an icon in the sport. A lot of good came from you being in that race, but but also I want to. You did a great job. I mean that's so hard to do what you did. Uh, people that haven't driven a race car probably don't have the appreciation for that like I would. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't do it. And, uh, and you just did a really good job. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. A guy that admits he wouldn't do it. All right, so I think you had the magic word in that whole answer. You said fans. So we had a couple of spinning races, then we had a cup race, and there's so much to get in. But real quick, fans back in the stands looked great. Danny Hamlin goes on to win. What a year he's having. Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, the feud continues. I don't know where you want to start, so let's start with the race winner. We'll give him the front and center. Danny Hamlin, impressive performance, first driver all year to sweep, sweep a race. And I think without practice, that says something, is they – Figured it out where off the truck they were fine, early laps, late into a run. The race took forever to get going with the, with the lightning delays, but yet Denny continued to stay up front, and he had that good mix. You mentioned short run, long run. I didn't really see a weakness of the 11 car, a lot of confidence. At the end of that race, Alan Gustafson makes a great call to get Chase Elliott in front of the 11 with the pit strategy, and then we'll take it from there. Let's jump right into it, guys. Your thoughts on how Joey Logano raced Chase Elliott in those closing laps. Denny said it best. You kind of got to expect it after what happened at Bristol. And you know Joey's past history with situations like this. And, and he, he, you know, he didn't get in Chase's way. He just didn't allow him to clear in a really critical moment coming off the corner. And, and he knew that that was going to put Chase in a tough situation. But you, you have to expect it. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to beat and bang and race hard with guys one week, you, you got you to expect to – to be raced hard and to be put in critical or difficult situations by that same competitor the next race and even beyond. So as a fan and a, and a broadcaster particularly, I, I love it. I love seeing the, the, the drivers sort of have these little rivalries and disagreements because it really plays out well on the racetrack. And, you know, Joey didn't stick him in the fence or do anything too egregious there. It was just, you know, coming off the corner trying to lap him. He's like, I don't, I'm not going to let you have this spot that easily. Yeah, Joey's a Joey's a hard nosed racer. We saw early in the race, he put a, you know, he put a big block on Ryan Newman, and Ryan wasn't having any of it, you know. And and uh, Ryan, Ryan all but but moved, well, did move him out of the way. And you know, that's Joey. Joey's going to race hard, and uh, he's very to me, he's very unapologetic. He's going, and, and that rubs some drivers wrong. I, as a as a commentator and a fan, I love watching him race. I think he does an incredible job. But he, you know, he doesn't mind putting himself in those positions. Uh, and sometimes you're going to come out the loser. And, but it goes back, it kind of goes back to, and Junior, we've had this conversation, like, you know, when you make a mistake on a racetrack, the best thing to do is just go fix it, right? And I think that whole thing may not have happened if Chase Elliott leaves his car at Bristol and goes to Joey and says, man, I was digging, I, I got into you, I messed up, I was, you know, trying to win, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's best just to, to go talk to somebody. Um, you know, changing gears a little bit, you know, that was that was fun to watch, and Joey's going to. And also, Joey has a real argument. Hey, I was one lap down. I don't want to go two. Being two laps down, that's a kiss of death, right? I mean, it's so hard to get two back, but you can get that one back. Uh, so Joey would have that to fall back on as well. But uh, somebody else, guys, I want to talk about is Ryan Blaney. I mean, we've seen he's been so fast. 
Uh, he, there's a lot of races I think he could have won this year. I think the pressure is mounting on him because he hasn't won. But, gosh, they've done everything but win. And I think a lot of wins are coming for that team. Yeah, yeah I've been I, impressed with Ryan Williams' consistency, Dale. You know, for every style track, he's always up front. Yeah, absolutely. He's done a great job this year and, and taking an opportunity with a fast car. The big shakeup with crew chiefs at that, at that company has really changed, uh, you know, the, the way each of those cars are performing. Uh, they're all running well at certain points of the season so far, but Blaney seems to be the big winner out of all that shakeup at this point. And my, my, my hope is, is can he sustain it? Can they sustain it? Can they start to get the wins? If he sticks around up front, if, I've always felt like that if you run up front enough, the wins are going to come. You're going to find yourself in position to win races by being in the position to win races. So um, if, he, if he can sustain this throughout the rest of the season, it'll be the key uh, for that team. Everybody gain speed throughout the year. All these teams are going to continue to get better. They need to have that same attitude, hopefully, that they can, uh, they can do that and succeed. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Yeah, so remember, Denny Hamlin swept the race with the first race with his crew chief back after that suspension from the weight came out of their car a few weeks back. He was gone for four weeks, a big statement to have the team put back together. Another big statement, I think, is the rookie race this year. Tyler Reddick is Mr. Excitement. Everybody had Miami circled. And sometimes with all that expectation, you say, well, can it happen? Oh, it happened. It delivered. That man was up front all day long. And if you could run closer to the wall than Tyler Reddick, that meant you were in the wall because he was there. He was there all night. Um, but really, the whole rookie battle, in my mind, is fascinating because Reddick has delivered, no doubt. I, surprisingly, will be the first guy to say, I didn't give John Hunter Nemechek at the start of the year the chance to be up in that battle. I was completely wrong. He continues to run up front, outperforming where we've seen that car has run. Christopher Bell had a rough go of it. Nice to see him putting laps together at Miami. I felt like he drove with a little bit of confidence. But I'm starting to have a little concern for Cole Custer. I don't doubt his talent. But they got to get a little confidence around him, get his feet underneath him, because he is definitely uh, being outrun by his three rookie contenders. Yeah, I, I think that a, a couple things there have uh, bolstered um, Reddick and John Hunter, and that's the improvement in those organizations. Front Row Motorsports ran in the top 20 all night long. Michael McDowell had a strong finish. And, uh, you know, so that, and that team's doing that almost every week, running at least – 10 positions better, I would say, on average, every week this season above what they've done in the past. And the same thing with Reddick. Some great improvements at RCR. I thought that Reddick would possibly, you know, outrun Austin Dillon by a, by a wide margin this season, really pushing Austin to, to think within himself how he can improve as a driver. But it's not been the case. Austin's kind of been right there in lockstep with Reddick. That, that, that whole organization seems to have improved. Reddick is capitalizing on that opportunity, and I'd say the same thing for John Hunter. 
Yeah, the RCR improvement is fun to watch. Uh, first time they had two cars in the top ten since uh, 2018. Austin was fast. I mean, he was really fast. He had that penalty and drove back up into the top ten, uh, passed a lot of cars. Uh, good to see both of them running well. And, yeah, Steve, I agree. I think, I think that, you know, the, the, the rookie battle, I had Christopher Bell coming in. I thought Christopher Bell would be the guy, uh, the new allegiance with, with, uh, with, with Joe Gibbs racing. Uh, I thought all that would be good, but Tyler Reddick, he's been the guy. And, and uh, they've got to find a way. There's no question that Cole Custer can win races and Cole Custer can run in the front. Uh, what they're going to have to find their way, and I've been there. You know, you got Kevin Harvick sitting there running so well about every week, and you're, the, the, the instinct is to, well, let's just put in our cars what he's got. Like, let's just do it. That's not the way forward. Uh, Kevin Harvick's going to drive stuff that you can't. Uh, typically, that's just that's just how it is. I've been there. I've done that. So they're going to have to find their way. And remember, it's a that's they, the, the crew chief and the driver. They they came up together from the Xfinity series. They're going to have to learn as they move along. So uh, there, yes, there's some concern, but long term, I don't have concerns. Just they've got to find a way to get going now. I just wanted to say that I I have I've got patience with Cole. Um, much like the other the last time we all three did a show, I had a lot of patience for Gibbs. Um, I feel like that, you know, Cole, this, he is coming out of an Xfinity car, a completely different package, drives entirely different than this cup car drives today. And not only is he having to learn that on the fly with no practice, no laps whatsoever to be able to get used to this race car, that he's just thrown right into the race every single week. There's no way that he should be able to, to be able to progress in the, in the manner that we expect from him. So I'm going to give him a break this season, considering the circumstances. And I think that going forward, you know, that he will start to progress as we start to be able to allow these guys to get a little more practice during the week and start to dial their cars in. Real quick, Steve, this, this is the worst year to be a rookie. It is. <laughs> yeah. any level. Yeah. This is the worst year. And, 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 and in the cup level, I said this early in the year, they've got to find a way. This cup series has got to find a way to do something like they do in Xfinity or, or trucks where they give you a test or two, they give you an extra set of tires uh, for practice. The Cup Series got to find a way to, 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 to help those rookies, in my opinion. I'm not saying they should give the world away. I'm not saying that. But there should be a little something every now and then for the rookies to close that gap and close that experience. They don't have any of that. And on top of that, you don't have any practice. This is the worst year at any level to be a rookie, period, end of story. Well, we talked a lot about the rookies. A couple names just real quick that had good runs. Bubba Wallace, a 13th, backed up his good run at Martinsville. We had Michael McDowell, a 15th, another good run. And we talked a lot about Austin Dillon. We should mention first, congratulations to Austin, his wife, Whitney. He finished seventh in Miami, but guys, just a few hours after his son, Ace, was born from the delivery room to the racetrack, it was a big day for Austin Dillon. But this is Jeff Burton, Dale Jr., myself, Steve Latarman on the NASCAR American The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.